Hi, and thank you for joining the very first podcast of Chantel's It. This is Chantel, your podcast host. Let's get started. So I wanted to say thank you for joining me. This is my first podcast and I'm really excited. I hope you tune in for future podcasts. My new podcast will come every Monday. Follow me on whichever channel you listen. Uh, You can also follow me on Instagram at Chantel's It. C-H-A-N-T-E-L-L-S-I-T. <laughs> and at Facebook at facebook.com slash it. So I wanted to start off with just a little intro about myself. I am a mom of two and I have two stepchildren. I am a millennial, yay millennials, and I am a fiance. So I'm currently in the process of wedding planning, which has been super interesting. I will cover that on another episode of the podcast. So I wanna start every episode with a inspirational quote. I totally believe in inspiration. I feel like everybody just needs that little tidbit in their life just to kind of get them started, their mind rolling. The quote that I wanted to talk about today is everything you want is on the other side of fear. And when I read that quote, I was so taken back because it's so true. I know so many people who have so many great talents who let fear hold them back. I'm one of those people. I'm guilty as charged. I'll use my own self as an example. I have been wanting to start my podcast for months now. I bought a microphone, a laptop, and I just couldn't get it off the ground. It even got to the point where I started carrying my microphone with me everywhere I went and I just would never open it. And then I just said, fuck it. And I just stopped carrying it. One day I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just record. I I was listening to some YouTube videos and they were talking about using the Anchor app to record your podcast. So I started recording some topics. The sound quality wasn't that great, so (laughs) I opened my microphone and here I am today. So I totally get it. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. You should never be afraid to start anything. Take a risk, start that business that you've always been wanting to start, bake some cakes, become a life coach, get your real estate license. I know a lot of us have a nine to five and nine to fives can be super comfortable. You get that paycheck every two weeks. You get health insurance, contributions to your four. 1k and it could just be a way of life it becomes a routine everybody's afraid of change not everybody but a lot of people are afraid of change so to step outside of your comfort zone aka the nine to five zone and start your own can be scary but guess what nobody is guaranteed to succeed everybody fails i'm pretty sure oprah she's a billionaire i'm pretty sure she's failed Uh, i'm pretty sure warren buffett has failed i'm pretty sure barack obama has failed but that didn't stop them they got up they put their big boy pants on they started all over again and look where they are today. Even though they are successful, that does not mean that they're not scared to start new ventures. That does not mean that they don't continually fail at certain projects that they try to launch. It just means that they looked on the other side of fear and took that risk paid off. So I really like that quote. It really spoke to me and it really encouraged me to actually open my microphone, start my podcast. I hope that quote inspires you to start the project that you have been wanting to start. This week, I challenge everyone who is listening to start something new. Start the project that you've been wanting to do. Look into classes if you're thinking about going back and getting your college degree. Look into uh, getting your real estate license if that's what you wanna do. Look into see what it takes to start your own business. I am challenging all my listeners right now to start something you have been wanting to start. 
All right, on to the next topic. So today I wanna talk a little bit about mom shaming. Oh my God, I am so tired of reading about how moms are being shamed on the internet. It's getting ridiculous and it's sickening. First, let me just say that there is no manual on parenting. Yes, there are books to teach you or help you learn about what to expect for the first umpteen years of a child's life, but there is no dictionary where you can just go or thesaurus where you can just go flip to a page and say, my child's talking back to me. and have an answer. First of all, let's stop mom shaming. Get off the internet. If you have nothing positive to say about another mom, then just don't say anything at all. Uh, The other day, I don't know if anybody follows Snooki on Instagram, but the other day, Snooki had posted a picture of she was feeding her son. She just had a newborn and she was drinking a glass of wine at the same time. And I actually liked the picture. I totally understood where she was coming from. It's hard when you are a new mother, not to mention she already has to other kids and you are tired, you are stressed, you are exhausted, uh, and you are trying to live your life, you know, work and do all that other kind of stuff, be a wife, be a spouse, and you need some downtime. She tried to get her downtime in. She got in where she fit in, and that was when she was feeding her newborn son. But got a lot of criticism from it. And you know, just stop the mom shaming. It's disgusting. If you have nothing better to do than to go on the internet and write hateful comments to people who are just living their lives, then get a life. I think as people, we need to do more encouraging of other people. And I know that can be hard, I get it. But at the end of the day, if you see a mom who's struggling, maybe she has kids that are crying and she's pulling one in one direction, pulling one in the other direction, or she's trying to get her wallet and then her one child is running one direction and her other child is running in the other direction, just pat her on the shoulder and say, you know what, mom, you are doing a great job. You're a great mom, you're an awesome mom mom and keep it moving. There's no need to interject your opinion. Well, what I would do is, well, actually nobody asked you what the fuck you would do. So please don't volunteer your opinion. (laughs) Just be kind to people. People are going through so much. I read a quote. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody has read this quote where it says, you never know what other people are going through. So be kind to them because you never know what their struggle is behind the scenes. And it's so true. Being a mom, it's already so much going on in your life. You have to maintain your family, your house. If you have a partner, you have to maintain that. And if you're a single mom, it's even harder. Just be kind to people. Stop mom shaming. Stop all this hate. Stop commenting on people's pictures uh, when they post their children. If you don't like what they're doing and saying something negative about them or their children, go fuck yourself if that's you. I'm just being real. Stop it. Stop. As a mom who is trying to do her best, I know I'm not perfect. There are no perfect mothers out here. I don't care if you have a degree in child psychology. I don't care if you've raised other people's children for 20 years. There is no such thing as a perfect mom. Give us mothers a little bit of credit. And if you don't have anything nice to say, keep it moving. On to the next topic. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about TV. The kind of TV I don't really watch that much anymore is reality TV. Oh my God. I just have to tune out because it's just too much. I feel like it's a whole bunch of miserable people who constantly try to start drama in other people's lives because that person is miserable. So they wanna see other people be miserable. It's called crabs in a barrel syndrome and it's 
very frustrating to watch, especially when the women on the show are 30 and over. What is going on in your life that you're so fucked up that you try to cause drama in other people's lives? It's just so crazy. I read something the other day. It said, after a certain age, being messy is a sign of misery. And I 100% agree with that. And that's how I look at reality TV, honestly, <laughs> because it's a whole bunch of miserable people out here who have television contracts who want other people to be miserable. So that's part of the reason why I stopped watching uh, reality TV. However, I did see a little snippet of one of the uh, Love & Hip Hop reunions and it kind of made me want to watch, but I don't have cable and it's kind of hard to watch it. So I probably won't get around to it. Uh, some other TV shows that I like to watch, Big Little Lies that just concluded. This season was pretty good. I think the way they left it off that it could possibly be renewed for a third season and it might not. But if it doesn't, you kind of got how everybody's life ended, which kind of ended on a happy note. I also watch uh, Euphoria that has ended as well. It's a good show. It's a lot of graphic content in there and it takes place in high schools. So I had to remind myself that everybody in that show is over 18 uh, because I mean, if you think about it and you're watching the show and you see, you know, these teenagers and they're having sex and they're doing drugs and you're like, oh my God, these 17, these 16 year olds, these 15 year olds are doing that. No, 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 no. They, all the actors are over 18. So you just have to keep that in mind when you watch it. Uh, it did get renewed for a seven seat, a second season, I'm sorry, but I'm not quite thrilled with the way it ended. I felt like it kind of had a weak ending. You don't really know what's going to happen in a lot of people's lives. So I guess maybe that'll make you tune in to the next season to see what happens. So there's that. I watch On the Hill, which uh, takes place in Boston and I think the 1989, 90s, early 90s range, which is actually pretty good. It's still going on. Um, and that series has actually been pretty good since episode one. So if you have Showtime, I highly advise that you tune into that show. Also, I, of course, at Netflix, Stranger Things. I thought Stranger Things was amazing this season. The writers have not disappointed. I'm assuming that it got renewed for a season four. So I don't know what season four has in store for us. I have my theories. I think where shit's gonna go down with, oh, so I really think that Hopper did not die. I think that he's alive. If you see at the very end on season three of Stranger Things, they're in the Russian, I guess, prison area. And you see him say, oh, not the American. So I really think that's Hopper. If you notice in season three, you did not see Hopper die. Everybody else who got zapped by the machine, you saw them die. Everybody else in the episode who died, you actually saw them die. You did not see Hopper die. Anyway, that's a whole new conspiracy theory, but that's just my thoughts on Stranger Things. I'm definitely looking forward to season four. So another show that I watch is Handmaid's Tale. Season one and two were amazing. I think season three had a very lackluster mid-season, I would say. Um, episodes one through three were pretty good. Three through like 10 were horrible. It was a waste of my time, I felt like. Um, but now it's starting to get good again. Also got renewed for a season four. So I'm definitely looking forward to uh, season four now, thank God, because if it was episode five, they were talking about season four, I was not interested in tuning in. I think that's about it for TV I watch. I don't know, what do you guys watch? Uh, comment below and let me know what you watch and maybe I can start watching that. I'm always looking for a good show. 
one thing about me you'll learn is that I'm always reading random articles online. Thanks to Facebook, they're always posting all this random stuff. So I came across this article and it was called, what is the difference between a $13 swimsuit and a $300 swimsuit? So I thought it was really interesting because I love the beach, I love buying swimwear. And I do notice that you can get a cheap bathing suit for maybe Forever 21 and maybe the quality isn't that great versus if you buy a more expensive swimsuit, it might last a little bit longer, the quality might be higher. So the article goes on to say that all swimsuits are made from either like a high elastine, spandex or lycra so that's good to know but it also says the key to finding a good quality swimsuit is the quality yarn and high stitch per inch count I don't know how the fuck I'm supposed to know that if I'm not in the fashion design world. After reading the article, I still was a little bit confused. I mean, they were even saying how some of the more expensive brand go to manufacturers that manufacture for other brands because it's a little bit cheaper, which means their profit margin is higher. So at the end of the day, <laughs> I still didn't understand who had the better swimsuits. And I think that's one thing the article missed. It didn't specify who had the better quality swimsuits and where you can go to get a better quality swimsuit. I'm just gonna say, this. I feel like I have gotten swimsuits from Target that have last years and I feel like I have purchased expensive swimsuits that fell apart or basically deteriorated in chlorine. I think you should just purchase a swimsuit that works well with your body. If you like it and it's from maybe a cheaper store, buy two of them so that way you have one on backup just in case the other one falls apart. If it's an expensive swimsuit, I recommend that you go to the manufacturer, I'm sorry not that manufacturer, but maybe to their website and just see what they say about the quality of their swimsuit. So if you're gonna pay $300 for a swimsuit, you wanna make sure that it has a high quality stitch per inch and quality yarn. So see if it says something like that on their website, if they're just really passionate about their product, they'll put that kind of detail about their swimsuits, which means, you know, spend $300 if it's a good quality swimsuit. Don't spend $300 on a swimsuit that you might get from a discount store or something like that because you never know what you're getting. All right, Walmart and Target shoppers, this is for you. And it's your opportunity to do something great for children in need. As you all know, even if you don't have children, back to school time is around the corner. There are a lot of children in need who don't even have the basic funds to afford basic school supplies. And when I say basic school supplies, I mean paper, notebooks, pencils, pens. So for everybody who goes to Walmart and Target, pick up some extra supplies for these children. Even if you don't have kids, it doesn't matter. They put all the back to school stuff at the front of the store, pick up some extra school supplies and donate to your local school district. It's a great way for you to help out, puts good karma on you because you're literally helping out children in need. So if you have extra funds, if you have extra time, please do that. Much thank you in advance. If you're still hanging in there, I just wanna say thanks for hanging in. I just have a few more things to say. One of the other topics I wanted to cover today was loyalty and does it still exist? I feel like being millennial, loyalty is a rarity to find someone who has your back and who is going to take up for you behind your back. Someone who's not going to flip-flop on you when you actually bring your opinion to their attention. I'm just going to be honest, it's a hard thing to find this day and age. I don't know if millennials kilt loyalty just like they kilt the American cheese industry, but you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm not going to hang around people who talk behind your back, wish you ill will, don't have good intentions for you. And honestly, I 
just expect you to do the same, period. <laughs> I didn't know in a friendship that that concept was so hard to understand, but hey, maybe the millennial generation lost it when social media became a boom, I don't know. Where is the loyalty? Does loyalty exist? What do you think? Well, that concludes my show for today. I hope you enjoyed my topics. Thank you for tuning in. If you liked my show today, please follow the podcast and follow me on social media at Chantelzit. That's C-H-A-N-T-E-L-L-S-I-T. I post new podcast episodes every Monday. Hope to see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.